Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. SCP-4205. In the eyes of the beholder. It's said that everyone is their own harshest critic, meaning that, regardless of what others think of your actions, you will always be harder on yourself. While that's unlikely to be true of everyone, it is undoubtedly true for many people plagued by self-doubt. This introduction might not make immediate sense when discussing SCP-4205, but keep in mind the concepts of self-doubt and self-criticism as we go through it. SCP-4205 has a unique format for an SCP article, taking place entirely within a 90s-era computer terminal. Upon powering on the terminal, you're greeted by an animated Foundation logo and a list of documents. Let's start with the first. It's a draft of an SCP entry for number 4205, with an informal message at the top written by a researcher. This is apparently the researcher's first SCP assignment after being hired, and he has spent three months looking over other entries, remarking how much weird and scary stuff is in the database. He claims that this will be the dopest entry in the database, another confirmation that this is occurring in the 90s, as no one has used dope as an adjective in multiple decades. The author of this first draft is junior researcher Wade Dalitz who marks SCP-4205 as safe, and gives it a threat level of yellow. Overall, the tone and language of this draft is decidedly more amateur than one would expect from an SCP entry, but to be fair, it is a first draft. In the special containment procedures, Wade notes that there are currently no known methods of containing 4205, and that any sightings are to be reported to both the site supervisor and junior researcher Wade Dalitz. SCP-4205 itself is apparently a pair of amber-colored eyes that appear within the translucent or semi-translucent pane of any window-like structure. In most cases, when an individual views these eyes, they die instantly, and post-mortem brain activity ceases in a much more rapid manner than normal. There has been one exception to this instant death, and that is junior researcher Wade Dalitz, who saw the anomaly on December 11th, 1992, and proceeded to report it to the site supervisor. After pouring through surveillance footage, they discovered six prior instances in which the anomaly made an appearance at the site. Wade sends in this first draft to his supervisor, Dr. Mark, who was also the one that hired Wade out of college. Dr. Mark denies the draft, telling Wade that it's sloppy, object classes are based on the ease of containment, not their danger, and chastises him for making up threat levels. He finishes by saying that Wade is no longer in university now, he needs to do better. He notes that he did not get Wade hired, as Wade put it, but instead that Wade proved he had potential, and now has to live up to it. 
The second file is another draft, but seems to just be Wade venting his frustration, putting the object class as bullshit, and the containment procedures as it's just some eyes that kill people, but not me. Lucky me. This draft was, of course, not sent. The next file is not a draft of the SCP entry at all, but instead an entry from Wade's personal journal he's keeping on the terminal. In the journal entry, Wade seems to be speaking to his father, and continues to be hard on himself, saying that he doesn't know what's wrong with him for trying to put in threat levels, and he should know better. He apparently almost sent that second draft to Dr. Mark, and says he'd be incredibly fired if he did. Not even Mark could let that slide, especially after years of putting up with Wade's garbage throughout college, as Wade puts it. Wade admits, though, that if Mark is not fed up with him at this point, he probably never will be, and would instead just demote him to an unpaid intern. He remarks that studying analytical chemistry in university did nothing to prepare him for working for the Foundation, and he has no idea how to test for killer glowing eyes in glass. He finishes by saying that he has to figure it out, though, as he can't disappoint Dr. Mark after all he's done for him. Next, we're given a properly updated draft of the SCP, with a Keter object class and Wade's name removed from the containment procedures. The procedures note that any room on site containing thin sheets of translucent materials used to look between two distant spaces are to keep an experimental Lang-Scranton stabilizer within to counteract the anomaly. These devices, which would come to be known as Scranton Reality Anchors, don't seem to be ready for deployment just yet, but Wade leaves it in the article anyways. Additionally, all rooms must be occupied by at least two individuals at all times, as it seems the anomaly only appears to lone individuals. The description of the SCP is made more professional as well, becoming a disembodied pair of amber orbs resembling human eyes. The instant death from viewing the eyes has been changed to near-instant death, but Wade makes a footnote that he'll have to get a more precise number. Autopsies of people killed by 4205 have shown that their bodies are completely unharmed, but their brains show extensive nerve damage, similar to electrical shock or cranial trauma. Reviewing surveillance footage of prior occurrences showed that there was some unusual electrical damage to the surveillance tapes themselves. Wade has only gone back two years so far to find past occurrences, discovering six of them, but it's certainly possible the anomaly has been around for much longer, as it leaves behind no witness and no obvious signs. The earliest instance of SCP-4205 appearing found by Wade was on January 5, 1990, resulting in the death of a deputy liaison of the Global Occult Initiative, who was visiting the Foundation site. The liaison was left alone in a waiting room, which had a single observation window on the wall. 4205 appeared in the window and watched the liaison for eight minutes without him noticing it. During this time, the security footage is affected by some sort of mild electrical damage. Finally, however, he does notice the anomaly and falls out of his chair, dead. This led to a significant diplomatic incident between the Foundation and the GOC, forcing the Foundation to eventually reveal some aspects of SCP-4205 to them. 
Wade still needs to fill out the rest of the past occurrences and does not send this draft into Dr. Mark. We get to see another entry in Wade's journal, again addressed to his dad. He's sat in front of his terminal for the last seven hours without eating anything. He was allowed to bring his terminal home with him under strict instructions that it's only to be used for work. He can't seem to shake thoughts about why six others died when viewing the eyes, but not him, remarking that he's not special. He's losing sleep over it and can't think about anything else. He goes to bed without eating. The next file is a partial draft of the 4205 entry, as much of the file has been corrupted for some reason. We have more information on other times the anomaly made an appearance, though. A sous chef in training at the Site 11 Culinary School stayed late one night to bake a birthday cake for her daughter. As she leaves, she sees the anomaly in a window and collapses, dead. A Site 19 janitor goes to his vehicle during his break to take a nap and dies when he sees the anomaly in his windshield. His body is found after a search as he failed to return from his break or be seen at home with his wife. Wade includes a note writing that these victims had families or were important figures, but who is he? Another SCP also fell victim to 4205, SCP-048, a humanoid resembling a malnourished young girl who claimed to be the Canaanite god Yom. SCP-048 filled any space it occupied with water and was able to pass through any solid, opaque surface. Thus, it was kept in a glass cube at all times, making it particularly susceptible to 4205. There are a couple other occurrences listed, but Wade has yet to fill in their details. For one, he remarks that this guy was boring, and 4205 probably goes after boring people. Except Theo isn't boring. Theo is Dr. Theodore Quayle, who apparently saw the anomaly two days before Wade did, and like Wade, did not die from it. Theo was working on SCP-965, another anomaly that manifests in Windows. There was no video feed of this encounter, and so it only came to light when Theo reported an incident of 965 having eyes now. Two days after Wade's initial encounter with 4205, he sees it again, and this time attempts to touch it. He reports that it feels like when you rub two balloons together and touch one to your arm, except all over his body. He claims that he didn't really touch it, as it's in the glass and not in front of it. He does not send this draft either. Another journal entry, as Wade tells his dad about how he's not alone in his experience with 4205 now, and that he actually knows Theo. They went to university together, although Theo apparently graduated and has been at the foundation longer, while Wade got pulled out after two years by Dr. Mark. Wade bets that Theo has never had to struggle for ten hours just to write one line of a containment procedure. Wade goes on to discuss his second encounter with 4205, which occurred as he was trying desperately to fall asleep, and he saw it in his window. Wade compares the experience to night terrors that he suffered from as a child, but instead of being unable to move, 
he became slowly able to move, like stiff knots at his joints coming unraveled one by one. Dr. Mark had told him to think of various tests for 4205, and all Wade could think to do was touch it, which he continually berates himself for. He hasn't told anyone about it, and hasn't submitted his last two drafts, because he doesn't want to be taken off the project, and this is his chance to prove himself to everyone. The next draft is noticeably stranger, and includes phrases that are not only unprofessional, but also a little crazy. In the containment procedures, it says that containment is impossible. It has no weaknesses. It also says that any poor, unfortunate soul that see SCP-4205 and do not die should be immediately killed as well. SCP-4205 obviously just made a mistake. When discussing the effect it has on an individual's brain, Wade remarks that it's just some brain science bullshit and no one cares what it does to the brain. Its appearance is noted as if it's not there, or it is there like a rip in space, like Wade's eyes want to look at it, but his brain won't let him. He ends by writing that occurrences of the lucky six that got to die are not going to be listed, because who cares? A noted change from earlier drafts where Wade included personal details about some of the victims, because it mattered to him. The next file is another journal entry, featuring an extensive array of profanity. Apparently, the Foundation have been monitoring everything that Wade has been doing on his terminal, including all of the unsubmitted drafts and his journal entries. Dr. Mark proceeded to berate Wade for three hours, calling him unprofessional, childish, dense, and idiotic. He said that he never should have helped Wade, and wondered what did he ever see in him. Wade goes on to say that Dr. Mark is right, and he was just telling him what Wade has been telling himself for years. Wade was taken off of 4205 and sent home, but he'll continue to be watched. Wade admits that he now sees the eyes everywhere, in all of his windows, except for the one in his front door for some reason. Before he left, Wade met with Theo, who told him that he was feeling fine after viewing 4205, and nothing has happened since. He ends the journal entry with an ASCII version of a middle finger. Another draft for 4205, this time with the author listed as Prisoner Wade. This draft is rather sparse, as it seems Wade has put very little effort into it which makes sense, as he's no longer on the project. For the description, he's listed a few bullet points of things to add later on. These include adding how it feels like it's getting closer, and how some, like Quail, do not seem to be affected at all. He ponders what Quail's first name was. He also wants to add that it has claimed ownership, and the feeling of static. He's also carried out a handful of tests, including shining a flashlight on 4205, which did nothing, tapping it with a broomstick, which resulted in a slight increase in feeling of static, which dissipated after a few seconds, and trying to have a chat with it. It took a while, but 4205 apparently responded, although Wade can't write down what it said as it told him not to. 
Wade also tried to play catch with it, which resulted, as you'd expect, with a broken window. He can see it in the shards of glass. His next test was to touch it again, but he notes that he won't. The next file is another journal entry, although it's also heavily corrupted. Wade remarks that it told him not to eat, but he's not hungry anyways. He tried calling his mom, but he forgot the number. He says that he has to finish this entry for 4205. He asks his dad if he knows their home phone number. Another draft written by Wade, and things continue to devolve. The object class is listed as at home, and Wade writes that you cannot contain what cannot be contained. He notes that writing helps him remember, and apparently he wants to try and find Theo. Wade keeps referring to getting out, but it's unclear if he's referring to some sort of house arrest or something else. Wade can remember Theo's name now, and writes that he'll go to him and ask if he wants to go for a hike sometime. He finishes the entry by writing that all he wants is a hug from Theo. The next entry is the most corrupted so far, and is largely a string of seemingly random phrases, with numerous typos and other errors, such as static, electric, with zap-spark-like power through string wire. Wade comments on a smell similar to when his dad baked bread when Wade was really young. He also describes something's appearance as similar to a swarm of birds he saw with his father, also when he was a child. The file ends with, I have to finish entry. How heavy is electric? The data corruption is so critical at this point that the terminal requires a full reboot, with the text, Can it have eyes? appearing. The final entry is a proper SCP article for 4205, written by senior researcher Dr. Malcolm Young, first submitted on the same day that Wade first saw the anomaly. The containment procedures mention that 4205 is adversely affected by lead glass. The description explains that any sentient being directly viewing 4205 will undergo immediate and irreversible brain death with all neurological activity ceasing after 500 milliseconds. It goes on to explain that video footage of the anomaly always displays some sort of distortion and corruption, and frame-by-frame analysis of the footage reveals various locations frequented by the victim. In one instance, 4205 appeared in the screen of a Foundation terminal, and was later found with severe textual and data corruption. In the two and a half hours between when the victim died and examination of the terminal, a number of files were inserted into the terminal and given priority database positions for 4205. The Foundation has been unable to remove these files. Following the death of Wade Dalitz, an examination of the files was conducted, but it's currently unknown if the experiences described in the files are true for all of the other victims. Analysis of Wade's home revealed that his front door window was coated in a lead oxide glaze. 
remember that Wade claimed the eyes never appeared in the window of his front door. The Foundation proceeded to replace all of their sight windows with lead glass or give them a lead glazing, reducing casualties by 84%. The Foundation have so far uncovered 37 incidents related to 4205, with none of the subjects surviving. The entry ends with a note about how the Foundation looked into a Dr. Theodore Quayle, who does not seem to work for the Foundation. Instead, agents found him living in Fargo, North Dakota. The Foundation have so far not deemed it necessary to question this individual. So, what exactly happened to Wade? Well, he died, instantly, as soon as he saw the anomaly appear in his terminal. His brain ceased all activity 500 milliseconds later, or half a second. In that half-second, however, his brain was working, and essentially working in overdrive. Wade effectively was experiencing a type of dream, which likely occurred with all of the other victims. The only difference was Wade's proximity to his terminal, that allowed a number of files to be created. We then get to read a number of Wade's final thoughts during his death, without him realizing that he was dying. These thoughts started out incredibly clear and coherent, but later on began to break down, as his brain fried. We have no idea what Dr. Mark is actually like, but Wade presents him as an overly harsh mentor that has pulled Wade out of failure time and time again, and has had enough of it. This is not the real Dr. Mark, but just how Wade views him in his own head. Wade had remembered Theo from university, and had apparently been interested in him, but due to his own inaction, at least according to Wade, they never connected. Wade had imagined him also working for the Foundation, but again, that was only in his head. So, this is another SCP where the SCP itself is not the most important part of the entry. It's a pair of eyes that appear in windows and kill people instantly. For some reason, on purpose or not, this death causes an individual's brain to rapidly speed up, allowing a victim to experience days worth of time in their own head before the increased activity fries their brain in half a second. In Wade's case, we get a perspective of someone's internal thoughts that are continually self-degrading and critical. Wade died believing that he was a failure and that no one believed in him, not because that was the truth, but because of his own self-doubt. Ultimately, SCP-4205 is a notable entry with a unique format that teaches a sobering lesson.